This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 23. I know I'd go from rags to riches. If you would only say you care. Hello, welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese film Goodfellas one stuttering minute at a time. That might be the next <laughs> minute. Oh, well. I am Josh Flanagan, and I'm here with Connor Kilpatrick. Hello. And Ron Richards. 
Hello. And joining us this week for the third day in a row is Tom Merritt. <laughs> Feel like I've been here longer. Yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> in a good way. In a good yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> Tom is on a lot of shows, and if you're listening on Wednesday, I bet you know what they are. But let's just start with Daily Tech News Show and Sword and Laser. That's and good. Then you can go to where he is and find out more of that. I think you can figure it out. So, Minute 23 starts with palpable relief and laughter. (laughs) And it ends with Tommy kicking Sonny in the butt. But in the middle is how we get there. (laughs) He kicks Um, Sonny buns in the buns. Yeah. (laughs) So, Tom, uh, what's your your first thought on this minute? Uh, You know, I'd actually forgot that this happens right after the iconic scene. That was when I was watching this. I was like, oh, right. He goes right into like, I'm not such a bad guy. I'm just joking around to like bashing the owner of the restaurant in the head. I really think that Sonny Buns needs to take some responsibility for his timing on this. <laughs> Blame the well, victim here? Well, I am doing a little bit. A li- little bit. In, in Sonny Buns' uh, defense, he's been standing there for quite a while. Like, clearly he comes over with the check at the beginning of Tommy's story because he's there for the entire story for the past couple of minutes. You know what? Still, I think that you have to be able to make the decision to pull the ripcord on that. That might we, be helping Josh's case. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you just leave? Like, you know what? They're in the middle this of the story. This is not a good time. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> seem to have that sense of, oh, you know, I don't think this is going to go the way I want to because of these extenuating circumstances. He just dies right in. That's Pushes the great right thing. through it. That's the great thing. I mean, like where everyone's laughing, and then he and he uses that opportunity to kind of lean in to be one of the guys, and uh, so- he, he laughs and go, "Oh, okay, everything's fine now." Uh. He has no <laughs> idea that tension can remain. <laughs> this, this is actually a great moment here too, because we talked a lot yesterday about how this was a moment in the film where the tension changes from sort of happy-go-lucky uh, tone to the to the really scary tension, and then it breaks when when uh, Tommy reveals he's joking, but then it comes right back. So. Yep. This just shows you again how unstable this life is. Is that well, and how how weird is the contrast of when they think that Tommy seriously is offended about being called funny? Everyone shuts up. Yep. When they see that Tommy is in fact bashing Sonny over the head with a bottle, they're laughing it up. Yep. That's that's just good entertainment. Well, I think that's two things. One, it's it's not us, so yeah. we're gonna laugh at him. And two, it's not us, so it's like. Right. The first time it was he might have pulled a gun on one of their crew. The second time it's it's just uh, beating on a, a, sh- a, sh- a schmuck, a citizen. Yeah. yeah. So so that's kind of what they get off on anyway. So. Well, and, and there there is there is the bit of tension. There's the there's the you know, the moment when Sonny comes in and explains why the waiter doesn't want to come over and how much Tommy owes and that sort of thing. They cut to a shot of Henry. And the other mobsters around him, and they're like they're cautiously watching what's going to happen. You know, like there's there's that moment of which way is this going to go, and and yeah, and the he you know Tommy turns to violence, but it's not violence on one of them; it's on this guy that they all take for granted and stomp all over his restaurant, and therefore it's funny. You know, you uh, the, 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 their relief is based on the fact that he only hit him over the head with a bottle, as opposed yeah. to shot him dead. Yeah, as we see later that he is capable of. Right, foreshadowing. Uh, didn't Sonny learn at this point to take the guy aside and tell him his credit uh, card doesn't work? Not- See, here's a couple of things that Sonny did. First of all, Sonny tries to blame the whole thing on the waspy waiter. What's that guy doing there, by the way? Right. The, we'll the surfer guy. Tomorrow. Um, yeah, what's up? <laughs> I think he's in the driveway later in Queens. So he, first of all, he tries to blame, but it's got nothing to do with that because then he brings up the bigger tab. So first of all, he's like, oh, it's this guy over here. But really, we want to talk about the, the, the tab. Now, I want to quickly, um, we've been doing a little conversion here, and I want to talk about the real numbers. All right. That's that's the fun fact which you can take for this. Okay. One. All right. So seven thousand dollars in nineteen sixty seven. That's a pretty big tab for a restaurant. I think you'd all agree. 
Yes. That is the equivalent of $49,750 today. And he's right. Jesus. It's not peanuts. So so imagine that. So yeah, so Sonny's comes over because the waiter, the the uh, Tommy's tab is so big, the waiter doesn't want to ask him about it. No, 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 no. The waiter's scared to bring in the bill in the first place. Yeah. When Tommy think- says, just add it to my tab, that's when the tab comes up. Yeah. Do you yeah. Think so that, the, the waiter think- was going to come over the whole tab. I think that Sonny told the waiter, take care of don't, this and don't, don't let, let him, him don't- put it on his tab. And the guy's like, yeah. fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Smart I, waiter. The waiter's smarter yeah. than Sonny. Oh, totally. Yeah. The Although waiter should be running the restaurant. He does stand he there go. watching it. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, but but just the, going back to the number though, imagine spending fifty thousand dollars at a restaurant and not paying it. That's essentially what he did. If you're yeah. if you're a restaurateur, Ron, you're a restaurateur, correct? Um, <laughs> if you're a restaurateur, I mean that that doesn't seem to work budget wise. No. Yeah. If, low if, margins as it is. Yeah. yeah. So even if you take the profit out of it, you know. You're thirty thousand the hole in in product, right? That's a lot of steak and lobsters that were all stolen in the first place. Yeah, there's no doubt that Sonny is right to say, "Hold on, I can't float this." Right. But you don't stand there through a story about <laughs> being beat down and then a fake out where he might shoot somebody and then go, "Hey, let me talk to you about money in front of everybody else." Right. It's as if some. It's, it's as if a close relative has just gone through like a thing of like, "I have cancer," and the, the whole thing, and then you go. You know that money you owe me, right? Yeah. It's very much like that. I mean, it's it's you think you think that it being a mob joint and and you know a place where they all hang out. Sonny knows not to do that in front of everybody. It's the respect. It goes to the you know the idea of you know you show these guys some respect. I don't think they're smart men. <laughs> I rem- I heard a I heard an interview with I want to say it was Jonah Hill I think, and he was talking about the Sopranos specifically. But he put it in terms of when he watches The Sopranos, he thinks of it like cavemen who live in the modern world. And that's how they react to everything. And that applies to this as well. These are just, they're just cavemen. They can't yeah. deal with concepts. They just get angry about things and break things. Yeah. And, and every time I'm watching this and I, I watch how they act, I, oh, they're not, they're not making good rational decisions. They're just, they're just going, they're all id. Yeah. I mean, Tommy acts the most reasonably that he has in the past three minutes, uh, which is to say, <laughs> bar. just, you know, let's talk about this later. Put it on my tab. I mean, Sonny should know, like, you know, I just need to go over Tommy's head. Tommy's not going to. I know Tommy. I just had a demonstration of who this man is. He's not going to reasonably settle the bill right now. Right. Like, I, I'm going to have to take other action. Well, in Sonny's short time in this movie, he doesn't make any good decisions. No, he doesn't. <laughs> so, you know, we got we got it's not again. I'm blaming the victim, but it's a little on him. No, he well, let's later on. And then, um, and then later, Tommy responds when he when he when he responds to him by guilting him about the money that he spends in the restaurant. We spend a lot of money here. Yeah, yeah. Look, what do you do? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Wait, talk about what is that? What is that? The uh, gaslighting or whatever that yeah. is? Or it's like, you know, I'm not the problem. You're the problem. We spend a lot of money here. You should be nicer to us. <laughs> But he doesn't actually spend the money. No, he doesn't. Well, and I think Sonny is like reacting to the logical paradox, right? He's like, well, but hold on. I think, I think if you'll just see reason, sir. I, just, I think it goes like this. Tommy invites a lot of drama into life. Well, well, that, uh, that's the thing too. I mean, what, what's what's clear? What's clear here is that this large meal of who knows how long that table is and how many monsters is Tommy's like, yeah, it's on me. Like, is he being Mr. Big Man and saying I'm I'm buying dinner? 
Like sure. you know, like you know, like they, they didn't yeah, split. I think I think it was it was seven hundred dollars. Yeah, they they didn't That's... split the check like we do now when we just you know divvy up our credit cards. You know, like it was one person would pay, and so we did every time they go to uh, the bamboo hut. Tommy was like, "Yeah, I got it. Put it on my yeah, tab." Apparently, you know, the last ten way. times. That's yeah. why it's seven thousand dollars. <laughs> seven hundred dollars for that meal would be forty nine hundred dollars. <laughs> right, which is which is. Listen, I've been at a lot of decadent meals. It is very hard to spend forty nine hundred dollars at a restaurant. I'm gonna I guess think it that- does suggest that Sonny is overcharging. <laughs> <laughs> so really, it's fair. What happens to him is fair. No, I'm gonna guess that it's more like seventy meals as opposed to seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it, this is you know like this is back in the day when an entree was like three twenty five. You know? Like yeah. That, well, was, that's the yeah. other thing. Like like. Yeah. At a non-mob place, it's fifteen dollars at the Bamboo Lounge, and that's not yeah. like a fine dining restaurant. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get to that later too. Okay. <laughs> In two minutes. Fair but, enough. Uh, but uh, so one thing interesting here is that we talked before about how the young actor playing Tommy would we'll call him Hendry. Hendry. Yep. Uh, here, the D makes its way back a little bit in some of Joe Pesci's uh, line reading. So come, sometimes he calls him Henry. Yeah, and sometimes when he gets more agitated, the D comes back. Hendrick, I noticed yeah. in this minute. Well, this is this is the first. I mean, um, uh, and I don't know. I don't. I can't keep track of what we're keeping track of. But uh, this is the first utterance of "you stuttering prick," uh, which I feel comes up later on in the movie as well, too. Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in, in another scene, but uh, yeah, that, that's that, this is our, our first making fun of someone for stuttering. <laughs> it's, also, it's low on their list of offenses, relatively <laughs> speak. I know in today's world of not wanting to offend anybody and avoiding trigger warnings, but I'm gonna, I'd even let that one pass if we could just lay back on some of the other things. So we we talked in the first couple of minutes about some possible foreshadowing about the mob and people turning on each other when when faced with the authorities. Here, there's another reference to Henry in which Tommy says Henry will fold under questioning, which is kind of what Henry does later. He doesn't fold under questioning, but he does give everybody up to the police. So what? another bit of foreshadowing to, uh, to what Henry will happen to Henry later Spoiler, on. Spoiler, geez. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you fold seen 23 under- minutes of this movie. <laughs> I know. I was all blown. My observation is uh, towards the end of the minute when Tommy grabs Sonny's tie and pulls him down, to his left is a mobster we have not yet seen who has really nice hair. Like this, this guy, this guy is, he's drinking a cocktail. He's got a cigarette and he's got the 50s, 60s pompadour going on. Uh, I looked this guy up. Turns out his name is Victor Colicchio and he's an actor, a screenwriter, a musician, a songwriter. He's done all those things. I feel like I've he heard actually, that name. He could, well, no, maybe. You're thinking of Tom Colicchio. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Damn, um, I don't know that you could do $4,900 in a meal. I mean, it would be. <laughs> well, not you know you could do it with really expensive wine, but these guys are drinking Crown Royal and yeah. Bacardi. A lot of not... booze, yeah, yeah. But uh, so Victor Colicchio co-wrote the movie Summer of Sam with Michael Imperioli of The Sopranos fame, and also is in this movie later on. So there you go. Hmm. Yeah, I'd like to think that anybody listening to this did not need to have that explained to them. You can just say <laughs> Michael Imperioli, and they'll all be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So anyway, I like his hair. That's my point. Fair <laughs> enough. Ron, any cl- any clothes in this particular scene you wish you wa- you owned? Or, well, it's or, the same scene as, as yesterday and the day before. We didn't, the day we, before. didn't ask, we didn't ask you those questions. <laughs> I'm asking you now. I still like the collars. That's about it. I like I like that guy's hair. So I think that we're all waiting for something. <laughs> and I yes, know that we didn't yes, get to it yes. yesterday, but let's. Uh, the fuck the fuck count got overlooked yesterday. Let's I'm check sorry. the fuck count. Where, where where's the fuck count at now? Where are we? So, so, we, pro- we promised Tom a lot of fucks, and we need to deliver. Uh, all right, so yesterday's fuck yeah, count was. Oh, this is interesting. So yesterday's fuck count was six. Wow. Uh, today's fuck count is 
either six or seven. Hmm. Because at one point, uh, when Tommy chases Sonny into the back, uh, and, and, and uh, Henry's laughing really loudly, it sounds like he says motherfucker, but I, you know, I can't be 100% sure, so we have to make a ruling on whether this is I'll six or seven. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. All right, so it's seven. Yeah. So we've gone from four on Monday to six on Tuesday to seven Today. Spiking, and and yeah, and you you touched on something just there with the fuck count that uh, that we glossed over, which is very aggressive laughing by Henry. Very aggressive <laughs> at at the, at the beginning of the minute in reaction to him Tommy screwing with him, like like crying laughing to well because the- I, I feel like there's a lot of joy and I didn't get shot in the face. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a relief laugh, and also Definitely. psychopaths yeah. really like watching people get hit with bottles. <laughs> Also, I mean, I, they really uh, laughing, to enjoy it. He's probably like kids and there in his urine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so anything else for this minute? Anybody else? Any observations? Not for this minute. All right. Well, so so Tom, we're gonna we're gonna turn the spotlight on you a little. Uh, do you remember the first time you've seen the movie, Goodfellas? Uh, yeah, actually, I didn't see it in the theater when it came out, and I don't know why. I don't know what reason, but uh, eventually. I don't remember. I don't remember the exact year, and I don't remember what the release periods were back then. But somebody was watching it on videotape uh, in their their apartment over in Urbana, Illinois, when I was still in college, and uh, and and I I kind of came in after the beginning, maybe I don't know, ten minutes in, five minutes in, uh, and and I wasn't sure I wanted to watch it. They were like, "Huh, oh, you got to watch this movie. It's great," and. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, gangster films, you know. So I've I've seen The Godfather. What could possibly, you know, what 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 could possibly be added to my experience of a of a of a mob film? And uh, and so they they gave me a Keystone Light because that's the time and wow. the socioeconomic <laughs> scale that I was living at. And uh, I sat down, and it was this it was this scene, this pastiche where Joe Pesci pulls that, you know, are you a, what am I a funny clown that I was sucked in, and I was like, yes. This is interesting. This is different. This is a thing. And I just sat down and watched the rest of the, the movie right there. So you, you made the comparison to The Godfather. Where would, where would if you had to choose one mob movie, would you wow. choose this or The Godfather? Wow. Uh, I feel I like mean, that's our question, guys, by the way. I we're, feel like that's a trap question when you bring me on Goodfellas Minute. Well, no, it's okay. And just, ask me that because I probably – I yeah. probably still have to say Godfather, but that's that is not an easy choice. Yeah, because they're different. They're diff- that's the thing is that quite often when talking to people, they get lumped in together because it's the same subject matter, but they're very different films. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, th- this is this is an entirely different take. This is a realistic take, and The Godfather's great for filmic reasons. It's not trying to represent what it was like, really. Right. I'll go with so, that. So much drama in The Godfather. It's it's operatic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right. Way too much drama. Yeah, way too much. Not as much humor. More humor in this movie. You know yeah, good. Do is cut what faster. am I thinking? Yeah. Godfather is just all about drama. It's not funny. See that? That's my that's my subtle uh, mission in the, this <laughs> podcast is to get everyone to admit that Goodfellas is a better movie than The Godfather. <laughs> it's my choice, at least. I don't know. <laughs> it's like you know, it is like comparing Star Wars and Star Trek, though. Like no. it's they're very different, <laughs> but everyone feels like they have to pick a side. No, it's, I, I no, I agree with that part. Yeah, I I, I think you're right. Like I, I, they don't seem to have anything to do with one another other than space. Right. right. Space equals mob, and all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Bim, bang, boom. <laughs> bing, bing bow, ding, zing. All right, cool. <laughs> so, uh, uh, any other memories of Goodfellas, Tom, in your in your in your storied career in the past twenty five years? 
No, that that's that was the uh, that was the big reveal to me, and I did go and, and watch it again later, obviously, uh, to to be able to see it from start to finish all the way through. Um, if you'd have yeah. shown up ten minutes later, it may not have made any any impact on you at all. Right, that's a good. That's an interesting point. Like if if all of a sudden, uh, like the next minute that we're about to see was where I started, <laughs> be like, oh, it's a boring thing about restaurant management. Oh, no. <laughs> Hey, hey, listen, I think this is one of the most fascinating minutes that you'll find out by tomorrow. So uh, just save it. Come well, on, you're a restaurateur. We, as I'm we a restaurateur, so that's why. <laughs> of course you find it. Plus, you have a comic store. Did you come in right at the beginning of the scene, or was it at a story time, or was it like in the middle? No, it was It was, uh, It was. was about, I, I'd say, ten, 10 minutes before this. So you got a little bit of the 50s, the, the good life. Yeah, and that's why I was like, oh, I'm not sure. I got a beer. I'll watch it till I'm done with my beer, and, and that like- carried me through. Like it was funny because friends were like, "Just sit down. We're, we already started watching this. You're gonna have to be here for the next two hours." Yeah. Well, and that was that was you know it was the weekend in college, right? Yeah. It's like that's what else is he gonna well, do? They, had, yeah, they exactly. had rented that and they had to get it back. Yeah. Usually, usually we were just watching Star Wars yeah. when that ha- that happened. So yeah. <laughs> See, parallels rise again. There it goes. So that is gonna do it for minute twenty three. Thanks again, Tom. You're gonna come back. Uh, you come back tomorrow. You think? You're gonna have me back? I'd love to come back. <laughs> You're a funny guy. You can Anyhow. find him more about him at TomMerritt.com and all the things that you can find there. Uh, you can tune in tomorrow for Minute 24, of course. Until then, check us out on Twitter at GoodfellasMin, on Instagram and Facebook at GoodfellasMinute, and you can find all, all of our episodes over at GoodfellasMinute.com. If you want to support the show, uh, you can go over to GoodfellasMinute.com slash support where you can find links to our Amazon account and to our Patreon account. Tune in this Friday. We're going we're gonna to highlight a uh, patron. If you have any questions or things of note, you can email us at contact at goodfellasminute.com. And, of course, check out our comic book website, ifanboy.com. Until tomorrow, I'm Josh. I'm Connor. And I'm Ron. And you're a funny guy, Josh. Yes, that are in you. Or will I go from a rags to return? My fate is on.